Well, hey, here we are again. You and me, me and you. I'm Eve Sturgis. That's me. You are whoever you are out there, listeners. This is a podcast called Everything's Relative. It's where I talk with people about their DNA test results. That description makes it sound a little bit like a science show, uh, and that is not what we're doing here, although words like Centimorgan and Punnett Square get thrown around here often enough, but it's not really about science. What I'm interested in is the thoughts and feelings and relationships that erupt when a DNA result is not what a person expected and they discover they are related to people they didn't know or not related to the people they do know. It happened to me and then I found out it happens all the time. Like my situation isn't unique at all. So I created this podcast and here we are. I have to say... As we round the bend on these last few episodes of the season, I am so grateful I have the sponsorship of Magic Mind to keep me focused. You should see the way I'm sitting here right now. I'm so calm, focused, I'm undistracted, getting things done. We're kind of trying out each other. They're feeling out what it means to be a sponsor of this podcast. I'm trying their product to see what it means to be more organized. (laughs) Each morning, I take these cute two-ounce shots of this juicy magic mind with my coffee. Sidebar, I just paid for an assessment that said I do not have ADHD, but I do drink too much coffee. So I'm hoping Magic Mind can help with this. If you're curious if it would make a difference in your life, and I suspect it will, try Magic Mind with me. Go to magicmind.com forward slash Eve and use discount code RELATIVE20. Get a subscription. Send me a message. We can be accountability buddies. Go get it. www.magicmind.com forward slash Eve and RELATIVE20. I did not know about Magic Mind yet when I talked with Rob, my guest today, um, which actually wasn't that long ago. We're wrapping things kind of up quickly in this camp. Rob first reached out to me looking for resources for men who discover the child they're raising is not their biological child. And that's still a population that's hard to find resources for in my, in my experience. Rob and I talk about that, actually. Uh, but originally, somewhere in our correspondence, Rob decided he wanted to talk about his journey on my podcast, so we jumped on a call. If you haven't listened to Ivan's episode, we posted that in June, Uh, He was also a father who discovered he was not the parent of a person he raised. Although I just used the word parent and some people might have a lot to say about that. He was not the biological father of the person he raised, but he absolutely parented that person. Anyway, speaking of words, the words we use, uh, we have some quick acronyms for men like these. We call them BCFs. That means birth certificate fathers. But there's another phrase gaining momentum in our community. I was actually just discussing it with Lily Wood and Don Anderson, both friends of mine, also both amazing podcast hosts. Uh, And that phrase is raising fathers. Like he was my raising father. Have we forced that into an acronym yet? An RF? Uh, I'm unsure. I haven't heard it, but it feels like only a matter of time. 
I am explaining all that now because Rob is a man who feels really affected by language. He is, he's one year into his discovery and it's been a journey we only delicately touch on here, but he's sensitive to language and he won't identify himself as a birth certificate father or a BCF or a raising father or an RF. Important to note, his daughter is still very young. He proudly identifies as her dad. But for the purposes of where to categorize this episode in our misattributed parentage event community, I wanted to make sure listeners were clear <laughs> on where, where he's at and who he is among us. You'll, you'll hear the part where I try to understand this. So maybe I'm just doing a little extra legwork here to make sure there isn't more confusion. Maybe it's unnecessary. Maybe we make it very clear in the episode. Listen to Rob explain it. Um, he's got his own way, his own storytelling style. Rob's got a vibe for sure. I enjoyed my time with him. I think you will too. Let me know what you think. This is Everything's Relative. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Has it been a quick turnaround? And, you know, I shared with you via email recently in recent days. It's like, uh, unfortunately, I sit in a cubicle 80% of my day. And I say unfortunately because I'm not built for that. But uh, I just listen. And so much has come through um, from very early episodes. Um, mm. From an NPE perspective towards... Um, you're not going to get me to say the terminology surrounding my position in the, in the, in the community. Um, I'm fulfilling my soul's contract with my daughter is my, my stance and my verbiage around it. Um, so, you know, I just, uh, getting, getting the perspective of the NPE child towards their fathers. Um, it's like, thank you for reassuring me that the love is still going to be there, you know, mm -hmm. and I can only, I, I control and possess the, the picture that I paint for her of how she's going to perceive me in the right. future. Right. She makes her discovery. So. Right. Okay. So I have questions. I have questions. Um, <laughs> so you, you reached out because you found out that you have a daughter. Is that correct? So I wed and raised child, mm -hmm. went to, went to every ultrasound except for two and have been father since day one. But, uh, 
Yeah, I. Um, if you're asking me how I made the discovery, is that what you want to go into in the verbiage? Yeah, or just walk me through. Um, walk walk me through your um, what your role is here, or, or where you. I know uh, you you fit in as a father because that's the the panel you 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 mentioned, and mm -hmm. and there's some at least a daughter. But so just break it down for me. Yeah, I made the discovery uh, summer of 22. So it's very fresh. It's very new, very raw. Okay. Um, so you're one year in to discovering that you are a father to someone. Well, I've raised the, my daughter from day Same one. one. I was in, it, yeah, in the marriage all through um, summer of last year, summer of 22, I discovered some infidelities and um, full disclosure, I was blatantly lied to. Uh, on numerous occasions. Okay, so the daughter that you're raising. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay, I'm following that. This okay. So you have been okay. Now I'm with you. The child's exist. So the child's existence is not the surprise. It's her DNA that is a surprise, and you're one year in. Okay. Yep. So that's hard. How is it for you to hear me say that? I'm watching your neck tent get watching your neck flex. There's no there's no verbiage. There's no adjectives that you could use. There's nothing mm -hmm. there that you to there isn't. There just mm -hmm. isn't. Um pain is the only thing that uh you know, and and it, the definition of pain surrounding this discovery, this type of reality in life is tangible to others. But no two ventures and experiences are exactly the same. I mean, uh, it, it, there's no way. Everybody's situation and experience is different. You know, I have uh, spent many of hours in the fetal position in the last mm. year. So there's that. But mm -hmm. I can say that with a smile on my face because there's, <laughs> if I would have spoken to you 12 months ago, you would have got a completely different human being. Yeah. I believe it. I'm, and I, I believe it. And I'm, it's interesting that it's only been 12 months. Last July. Yeah, it was 13 months ago, last July. So, yeah. Right. I mean, we can hem and haw over that four-week difference in your life. <laughs> but but right. I'd be very, yeah, I'd be interested to see, you know, how you're feeling as time goes on. So what did you want to talk about today? I mean, a lot of it for me is, you know, I, I'll be truthful. I have a lot of questions for you. Mm -hmm. You know, you've shared your experience early on. There's other platforms that I've um, heard you be interviewed on as well. And, you know, um, I want to say the individual's name was Rebecca. It was one of your very, very early interviews. Um, I think you started, did you start in 2019? Mm-hmm. I did, okay. yeah. I think I think Rebecca was her name, but like just the the amount of reassurance that she spoke to, and the amount of reassurance that um, I read. I think one of your blogs or even the posting. I don't know if it was your authorship, but anyway, in recent weeks about how it's mostly women that are willing to step forward, um, and I'll get into that as well and speak to that. Um, I mean, I've been in fear that she's just going to put up a big red stop sign and tell me to go 
the other side of me says that she's going to be like, holy shit, you stuck around? Right. What? But I can have all the assumptions in the world and think of the future, but if I don't fully live in congruence of who I am today and and cherish the moments that I have with her now, then I'm not going to be, you know, whatever happens in the future could be predicted if I don't live into that. Right. So, yeah, I, uh, maybe it's, maybe it seems obvious to some people, but there really is something to be said about hearing you to me right now, say, talk about the fear that comes in about what, what will happen when she finds out as an adult, because I'm assuming it will be as she's an adult. I just made that assumption. Okay. I just made that assumption. (laughs) My moral compass says yes. Okay. But you're powerless over so many things, right? Oh, for sure. We're so powerless over, we can say what we want. That's Um, all I can control is my right. But what we, right. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not here to paint pictures of someone else or belittle Mm -hmm. liberate. You're Mm -hmm. not going to get that from me. I won't ask you to. So, I I won't ask you to. Um, that's for her to decide. Mm-hmm, sure. Right. Yeah. It, I think there's so many situations with children um, where the only way we can get get through it or get by as parents is to have faith that they have their own journey. To trust that their own their own journey, I it, like I mean it sounds it sounds trite to say will be okay, but to maybe it's maybe it's not faith in their in their own journey, but maybe it's respect that they have their own journey. They have to respect that that they have their own journey. This is very true, and I will say foundationally to that, knowing what I know now on uh, reflection, and my opening of my Pandora's box with my experiences in my life, I've always been firm on even at three, four, five years old, listen to them. All we ever want to do is be heard as humans and especially little kids. My gosh, when I say my experiences in my journey and opening a Pandora's box, I have no doubt that my upbringing, I intentionally suppressed my voice and even throughout the experiences of this relationship with her mother, that was how I carried myself, which Mm -hmm. allowed these things to happen. Like I've owned that in myself of witnessing things that I witnessed and I didn't speak to it. And, you know, I'll get into this without you asking, like I've kind of always had in that way. Mm -hmm. It's been there for me very early on but I suppressed it and I don't want that for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you, I'm sure you've heard people come forth and say the generational trauma stops with me. That's I mean, truly what I'm trying to live into with her. When I speak to the idea and like you said, you know, it's their journey. Let them have their voice, listen to their voice. I just spoke to a nephew of mine on the phone uh, yesterday who is about to graduate high school uh, next spring. And he was picking my brain about career paths. 
And I said, my opinion doesn't matter. You need to do what makes your soul happy. Matter of fact, her and I were just out a couple of days ago and we were uh, waiting for a movie to start and we went window shopping in a decor um, studio. And there was a, like, it just hit me and I'm like, I'm buying, I don't care how much it costs, I'm buying it. But there's a picture that says, do what makes your soul happy. And her and I, I've been speaking to that with her for the last year. Mm-hmm. And she's still so young. So. Yeah. She played, she played me on it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like that could um, okay. offer, offer some like wonderful and hilarious moments with a little one. Yeah. She uh, she didn't want to relinquish the time that I had already set for an activity to move on to the next thing we had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and she <laughs> looks up to me and says, Dad, I'm doing what makes my soul happy. I said, you got five more minutes. I walked. Touche. Touche. Hey, no. Yeah. Thank you for standing for what you believe. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to ingrain in you. That's what I want for you. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I hope for you, you know, because, uh, you know, I, I didn't do that. And there's scenarios where, you know, both your mother and I didn't do that for ourselves, obviously. So you and her mother were already separated. I have always, no, no, we were together up until last summer. Oh boy. I had to leave. I had to leave. And it wasn't, I tried and I tried Eve. Wow. Like the, the level of forgiveness and depth that I went to, to, to not to fix, like that's mm-hmm. not on me. Like that's, I, and I say that because I uncovered a multitude. Um, oh. And I just, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of pain and a lot of people in the Western world, I'm only going to speak to the Western world because that's what I know, but you've been through it. You've been through it these past 12 months. Yeah. This, this year has seen a lot of change. It cracked me wide open. Mm-hmm. And when I went home um, to my mom and stepdad's place in uh, December, I had a very thorough coming to G conversation with both of them, but I opened it in set the precedence of no shame, no guilt, no blaming, no finger pointing. And I just spoke to my recollection of experiences that I had in my upbringing, my household. Mm. And I said, this, this is, this has got to stop. So, and now my brother who was just calling a moment ago, someone of which who has now leaned on me, my nephew who Mm -hmm. called me the other day, um, as soon as something's there for me without ridicule or shame, anytime I'm there or hear something, I speak to it now mm-hmm. in a very, in this tone, in this mm-hmm. posture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so you're, so you're talking about being able to express, express feelings when they happen and there being a space, space for everyone to hear them. And, and what else? Suspicions, room for all the feelings, good and bad. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a firm believer now more so than any. I mean, my uh, there was no emotional intelligence there for me. None. And I, I used to, I'm a veteran, I'm a combat veteran, so I used to laugh at that type of stuff, right? Um, it was put more coal in the engine and move the train down the tracks for me every second of the day. Um, now it's just uh, be where your feet are, secure your bliss at any moment that you can. Um, I just, and I want to instill that within her. Mm-hmm. What has helped you? Did you, you can't have gotten through this entire thing by yourself? Yeah. Um, blatantly honest. Um, and this is coming from obviously, um, psychosocial background, um, is uh, community mm-hmm. and a community, a community of men, um, that which I'll, I guess we can go into that segue of what I wanted to speak to as far as the women and men coming forward on your, mm-hmm. in, in the community. Um, uh, just community of men that have hit a complete, I don't know how to get out of this hole that I put myself in life, all ages. Um, I've met a gentleman that's 19. That's, uh, in the community, you met a gentleman that's 73 in the community mm-hmm. and this life of just trauma and turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, this is, this experience is the only one I'm going to speak to, but like, um, obviously been a combat veteran, there's stuff there for me too, but it's just a matter of the community and the vulnerability. Like that's another thing too, with, you know, the Western world, or at least, uh, American United States of America lifestyle of men just suppressing everything and being the protector and provider and moving on. Nobody wants to hear about it anyway, type of mindset. Um, and you know, the, the platforms are there. You just got to find them. You got to find them. Got to find them. And <laughs> they're not easy. Nope. They're hard they're to find. Cheap. <laughs> yeah. I understand what you're saying and I agree. Um, and that I'll be honest with you, kind of now dive into like the, the email exchanges that we had. Um, I'm pleading and trying to find like I'm, I'm in these um, NPE fathers groups, but it, you know, is a container of donor conceived discovery fathers adopt. I don't know what the, Oh, adopted fathers um, as well as, uh, a gentleman of my category again you're not going to get me to say it because i i just don't um, can i say it i i don't acknowledge it for my like i know i know where i where i stand right i like i i am this child's father right there's there's no right. way around it um so you know but within those communities so you know i asked those gentlemen to st- i encourage them to step forward to communicate you know I'll, I'll i'll get to a point of getting private contact and just reaching out and saying hello hey i would love to connect with you or do you do you mind sharing your story a little bit more your experience a little bit more and i won't hear and i don't push mm-hmm. you know that's the it's it's them to cultivate and to process but goodness like there's so many of us right 
there's so many of us. It's like, you know what? This is my experience. Like it's, it's, you know, and I'm only going to speak to my niche within it. I was raised to be truthful. Um, I have a brother that probably could have been, I don't know that there is a clinical title around habitual lying within the DSM-5, mm -hmm. but... Um, Pathological. Yeah, growing up, um, you know, I think he was niched into that by force of... Hmm. Um, you know, the, the adult male that was in our house at the time. So, um, and me witnessing that, I'm like, dude, it's not getting you anywhere. <laughs> right. So I'd immediately turn the other way. And Is he the older? Like, Is he an older brother? Oh yeah. Only two years. I'm the youngest of four. I'm the youngest of four. Yeah. He oh, was okay. only two years older than me. But, um, you know, when I say that I'm really hitting at the idea of like, just that's the reason innately within me why I took the road that I took when I made my discoveries. Mm. And and when I was confronted by her mom of why did you do this? You caused so much pain. I had a chuckle at first <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like gaslighting. Okay. I did this because right. um, I wanted the truth because of the truth. That's, you know, you, I said, I said, you obviously missed the mark on who you married. Mm. Can't change that now. But whatever perception you had of me that led you to live the life you were living, that's on you. Can't do that for you anymore. So, and that's been, that's been a difficult thing too, is, um, you know, for me with the legal system too, is I'm very like, here's the document. Here's the truth. Right but there isn't anything. And I, and I say that, I don't say that. I say that with compassion to you and other MPEs, because what I've also come to realize and expressed is a lot of the folks I've heard speak or listened to or read their authorships, unless it's a very, very, very traumatic uh, person, mother, um, You've had quite the shares. And I, I can't remember who it was that shared on your podcast a while back just about the, the environment mm -hmm. and the relationship with their mother. Um, but the higher percentage of what I'm seeing, and maybe you can speak to this, what it looks like for you on your receiving end and in your field, is that the children are more just disappointed in their moms. They don't hate them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it's it's enriching to like what you've created to allow this platform to people to express their experience has definitely pulled me even further into my growth. Hmm. That's good to hear. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, the symptoms associated around PISD, PTSD, discovery is anger is there, and like hearing what i've heard um from the mp's discoveries it's like okay if that's the vast majority percentage and she's not coming from a user abuser household then like that percentage dynamics not there for her so i'm like oh wow i'm not holding anything solid for my daughter 
she's going to divulge and process and question in the way that she feels is right for her. All I can do is show up. I mean, that's so much. So like many situations in life, I think we, um, when it gets down to it, are you going to show up? And you've decided, yes. I picked her up from daycare hours after getting the results. Mm. I've never stopped. Never stopped. Yeah. And I like, there's so much there that I've been poked at of like, oh, you're just seeking affirmation in this. I'm like, no, I know what abandonment feels like. Mm. I made a promise to her the day she was born. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm thinking about how many men there are in your position. And there's so many more than we hear from. Right. And even the, on top of that, the ones that don't know. Right. And, and, you know, and, and maybe it seems obvious, but for every, almost every NPE, there is a man in your position, um, whether he knows or doesn't know. And then you hear, you hear stories of, um, of men or, or, or family members from the paternal side who suspect, suspect or know, and are and are terrible to these children, <laughs> right? Like punish the children in very various ways. And so it, I have to say it's refreshing to hear, to hear from a man who has a healthy perspective. I don't know. Up, like, I don't know what the word is, but just understands that this is not, you seem to just, um, you really understand this isn't her fault. And then it doesn't, it doesn't change she she didn't ask to be here yeah it doesn't change the dynamics of um your role in her life i'm no saint i'm human right i make mistakes so the frustration with it has been there for me and you know she's witnessed some of those things um and i've spoken to her about it you know dad's not perfect i've I've been saying that to her for years Mm -hmm. since since she was about three my dad's not perfect i i'm gonna make mistakes teaching her to be humble mm-hmm. and learning and learning from those mistakes rather than letting them control you and diminish your capabilities is a whole different realm for people. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt, like as much as I don't want to stumble moving forward, it's going to happen. Oh, sure. It's got somebody, somebody within this community that I've ventured into, um, of men, um, you're in a, a whole group holistically around the world. And then you're niched down into smaller groups and smaller groups and smaller groups. And then you essentially have um, a group of 12 that you kind of walk through your commitment with. One of the gentlemen in my group asked me a few weeks back, so what's your position today if she came to you and asked to seek and I said, I would support her. It's, it's, it's I, if, if I tell her no, I would only be relinquishing everything that I've tried to teach her. Right. Like I, it would completely dissolve every character, moral compass guidance that I've tried to instill with her. That's something for 
her to figure out, am I going to go up and embrace this individual tomorrow? I don't think so. (laughs) 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 Could there be a time decades from now? Maybe it's for her to decide and her to figure out, Mm -hmm. you know, some, I don't know who I was listening to. I wish I would have taken notes on some of the interviews you've had. And I've been, I started, I, so I started from the top and worked my way down ascending. And then I went back to the beginning Oof. this past week and started going up the chain from 19. And I've listened to more this past week, your very beginning podcast. And one of your guests to the idea that her household siblings, um, just completely disowned her. Like this is our mom too, and felt like they were desecrating. She was desecrating her mother for even going down this journey. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what you know. It, it's totally going to be up to her. Um, my nephew called me yesterday and speaking for an hour and a half. And I said, "I still only got one thing for you, man. Honor your soul." Mm-hmm. Whatever your mom's telling you, your dad telling you, go a different avenue because this is no good. I said, one thing you got to remind yourself in life is even if it's a friend, colleague, significant other, sometimes their deterrence of you going one way or the other could be foundationally for their self-neglect. There's bias there for a reason sometimes. Now, other times they could be protecting you. Mm-hmm. But you really got to feel into whether or not, you know, is this coming from someone else's un- feeling of unworthiness of what they were able to facilitate for themselves or not, you know, so, and I, and like, I'm not going to hold that position for my daughter. Like, you, you know, I'm, I'm here. Right. If I haven't, if I haven't left through this, right. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to speak negativity into existence but still living in through and not leaving what's to come when that comes to fruition, her discovery comes to fruition and she potentially ponders or completely says no. Like, I, I mean, share with me, like, what have you seen? I'm sure there's a million dynamics out there. I guess I'm probably <laughs> answering my own question, right. Of like how that's perceived. Some are probably like, Nope, I'm good. I'm content. I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. Some go full-fledged and are spending holiday vacations with the family. And It depends on so many variables. It depends on how old she is. It depends on, on her relationship with you at the time. It depends on her relationship with her mother at the time. Depend, you know, and there's so much development to happen. She's so little. She's mm-hmm. so little right now that it's impossible to know where she'll be. Is that hard to hear? No, it's not. I'm like, that was me fully pulling in everything surrounding this. Just, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, I'm living it. Mm-hmm. It's my world. It's my life. It's my child. Right. Yeah, so much powerlessness except for how you are in the present. Mm-hmm. So as long, you know, if you're staying true to that, to the end, it's not di- it's not dissimilar 
from from the idea of keeping your side of the street clean. Right. 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 You can know that that you're doing your best and and we're as present as possible. And she can have yeah. an infinite op possibilities of how she'll take it and look at it and in the future. Yeah. Let me ask, I want to ask you this is what really, was there something there for you that really procured, procured the idea of pulling the trigger on this podcast for you? Cause I know I listened to some of your earlier um, introductions around like you already had a couple episodes in the bag, but you hadn't told your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's true. This is true. Um, that's a good question. I think, no, I think beyond it, just, um, a, a sort of a, a deep and strong knowing that I needed to do it. It never felt like I wasn't putting one foot in front of the other towards it. I don't know if I ever considered not doing it. Beautiful. I'm trying to think if I did, I'm trying to remember if I ever thought, no, I won't do this. I don't think so. What brought that up for you? I mean, what um, are you thinking about a project or looking into? I, <laughs> I've been invited. I've been invited to a round table for a grant to let me go back to school mm. again. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> because there aren't a whole lot of men. Right. So let's get back to the, we'll get back to that, but I'll answer your question because I speak in tangents. Um, and I have to articulate. Um, part of that for me, and when you said that you never said to yourself, I'm not going to do this, what came up for me when you said that was the fact that I've had a multitude of times. Where I've just said, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. That's there for me. I mean, I I messaged my folks quite some time ago, and I'm like, come get me. Mm -hmm. Like, don't ask. Like, I'm like, don't ask questions. Arrive at three in the morning, kick in my door, and start packing my stuff. Like, I'm I was so so ready. There's so many polars with this experience, and the highs and the lows. You know, I shared with you, I spent many of hours in the fetal position, mm -hmm. um, countless hours, days and nights of not sleeping. Um, so those things come for me in the doubt, right? The, the unworthiness and doubt creeps in, which we all have, you know, the unworthiness and doubt of this panel of folks that have invited me to sit down and think about stepping forward to creating a platform and i'm like i don't know if i want to do clinical it's interesting i was thinking uh there was something it was some something that you said uh that made me wonder or just think about the way that these events can so drastically change the whole direction of our of a life mm -hmm. i'm really i'm thinking mm -hmm. about that a lot for me i'm right at this five-year mark Mm. And so much is different for me. And some is not. Some is not different for me, like on paper or 
from the outside. But so much is different. And it feels like just listening to you, it feels like you are also experiencing great change. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I'll, I'll echo this probably at any time I speak to anyone about this experience is I've, you know, gentlemen in my situation, to be brutally honest with you, there's nothing holding us. And I, I don't mean that as disrespect to anyone. This is solely coming from me and, and the two pair of shoelaces that I tie every day is like, it's almost as if it is, it could be an absolutely freeing. It has been a freeing experience. It has been in its own right. But another avenue or path of that freeing is like, I don't have a spouse. I don't have kids. Like call this a midlife crisis of just, and I can do whatever I want. I don't want to know what that pain is going to feel like. Right. And I've already said to you, I made a promise to this soul the day she was born. Mm -hmm. And I'm not giving that up. We have had... <laughs> We have had our promise handshake for many years to the point where she asked me about a year ago if she could share it with somebody else. And I said, baby, I, I, that's ours. Like, <laughs> Dad has instilled that within you for many years. And I don't want to, I'm not going to relinquish that. I can only do my due diligence and put forth my effort to encourage other fathers to to embrace the experience. Mm -hmm. It hurts. It is absolutely painful. I'm not going to say what I want to say, but it is absolutely painful. Um, but you know, with you, you you see it in your field with pain comes growth. Right. The person I am today. You couldn't have this conversation with me 24 months ago. I was a vault. Hmm. Yeah, I sort of wish for a time machine. So we could we could do a comparison side by side. We, we don't want to go. We don't want to. <laughs> it's okay. I'm in acceptance that we do not have a time machine. Hey, you know, the other side of that too, early on in this discovery would have been like, yeah, I'll use that time machine and go back and say, what I just witnessed is not okay with me. And I'm mm -hmm. going to set this boundary now. I'm going to set this boundary now. You can either fess up to what was there for you or why. And I'm out the door. Like I'm going this way. Mm -hmm. but I, I didn't do that. I didn't do right. that. I didn't do that. So can't change it. I don't wish to change it because she wouldn't be here. Right. And therein lies the complexity. Yep. You had shared with one of your guests and it was very, very equatable to them in the verbiage and position around it. Uh, and I don't know who it was or whether it was you or the guest. And I quote, it was expressed to a mother or maybe you guys were just making an, an analogy to the experience with the mother of, I'm just a product of your experiences is what was stated. I think you might've said that to a guest, just using it as an analogy. Like I'm, I'm putting your voice with it right now. And like I said, I've listened to a multitude of your episodes, but that landed for me and it landed on my anger plate. 
I mean, to reveal what's been revealed of like for the child to express that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know if that, you know what I mean? She's going to decide her perspective. Mm-hmm. I just have to be there and take it, accept it. That could be such a challenge. Um, and sometimes accepting, accepting a perspective with the hope or the faith silently that it, it will evolve, but being there, even if it doesn't, do you have any advice for men that are brand new? If you look back at yourself 13 months ago, if you could give yourself anything, what would it be? So I think my initial response is going to be more of a hypothetical one. I'm going to put myself in the position of a, of a, of a man that is picking up on things that are happening within their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like the intuition or the suspicions. Just trust it. Mm-hmm. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Moving forward to the discovery phase recognize and understand that the child is just that i'm a firm believer in that us as parents don't pick them they pick us there's a reason she chose me mm-hmm. i don't know i don't i don't i don't need a why i don't need a why i'm not looking for a why and there's and not only for her but she chose me for this is this has brought me to a whole new level of understanding. And I've got hopefully 50 more years left on this earth in this life to, to grow from that level even as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get to have her along that journey as long as she's willing to be. Right. As long as she's willing to be. Yep. If somebody, if, a, if, um, if somebody wants to know more about how to find these communities, this community, if somebody wants to connect with other fathers in your position or men in your position, what is the best thing for them to do? Contact me, contact you. Is there a website to send them to? I I don't have any platforms. Um, You know, it's a simple Google machine search and, and, and just grind the stone of communicating. And I'll tell you, um, gosh, I can't remember her first name. St. Clair. Catherine, Catherine St. Clair. Catherine. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, she spent countless hours on the phone with me. Oh, wow. Um, on, on weekends. I mm-hmm. mean, there is there, you know, the right to know organization, um, uh, untangle your roots, um, uh, NP donor conceived community. I mean, there, there's so many things out there. A lot of it is the shell shock of finding the verbiage to search. Right. We all talk about that and reach and reaching out at first. Yeah. We talk about that so much that they're without the words, you don't, you're just describing things into Google. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a little taken aback. I was a little taken aback, but I wasn't surprised. The parenting coordinator that was ordered when I did my initial assessment intake assessment, you know, you do the Likert scales and then you get to the bottom and I wrote a book, right? And she calls me, she goes, what is this NPE? And I'm like, oh my God, we're doomed. (laughs) 
I'm like, this is what I've been expressing to the court the entire time. This is what I've been expressing to other party the other time, this time, because I sought counsel for my daughter. Right. There's nobody here. Mm. And it's all telehealth. Right. And you try to get a. That's so hard. Yeah. Young children with telehealth is so hard. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I spent countless hours, but yeah, to answer your question, it's, it's just a matter of getting on that partially beautiful machine of the internet and, mm-hmm. and, and scouring and not taking no for an answer. Just keep turning doors. Right. Um, you know, getting on Spotify and searching the verbiage. That's how I mm-hmm. found, I, I, I don't know how I initially got in contact with your platform. I, I don't recall. Hmm. Um, I might've just done that. Yeah. I might've just, I might've just YouTubed. Right. Um, you know, those, those things are there. Uh, yeah. So it's almost like just don't, if you don't give up and if, if part of it is not giving up, but part of it is, is just continuing to try to search and, um, and be prepared for frustration or, or shut doors or blank faces, but don't take that as a, it's not, there it's impossible i mean the help is there you just really have to be determined to find it unfortunately i'm not defending it i'm not defending that con that that fact right well so reach out to me you know reach out to me reach out to right to know reach out to higher with hope and healing reach out to untangling our roots just don't stop you know don't stop and someone will know which door is the one for fathers yeah, one thing now that you're and what just came through for me is one thing that's been beautifully that you put together on your page, your website page is your resource tab. Oh, go to my resources tab, everybody. I was that I mean, there's a you have a slew of links in there. You know, there's an onslaught, there's a there's a Rolodex of contacts in there. So yeah, I mean that. And I, I, that wasn't there for me initially when you asked me the question, but when you started speaking to it, like I recalled being on that, that link, your resource tab. Um, there are other podcasters out there, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, I'm sure there's avenues that they've had exposed to them that you haven't even discovered yet. That's kind of how this all works, right? Like so many organizations, they start throwing their hat in the arena and it's there. Um, Gosh, one thing I would love to see is a group for fathers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and it, and I'll tell you, it's hard to get these gentlemen to come forward. Mm-hmm. Ivan, Ivan um, shared in the NPE fathers community of his interview that you did with him recently. Um, and I think I reached out to you right after I listened. Oh, good. <laughs> so, I was this whole time. I've been like, well, I have to connect you with Ivan. So you guys are, you guys are ahead of me. That's awesome. Are we the only, there's no way there's only two of us that have reached out to me that have come on. Mm, It's possible. I've talked with other, I've talked with some others, but I don't know that any, that very many have, but I don't know that any other have come on. Yeah. And so like, that's my question to you is like, what's there? Mm-hmm. What do you feel like in your profession? What's your perception? Your what's your personal per- opinion perception? Or even if there's data out mm. there, what's the reluctancy? I think it's so much a sociocultural. The stigma. 
Yeah, yeah. Or just a cold. A, a, I, I think so many men aren't even thinking about finding support. Um, well, I mean, it's definitely prevalent. Women take away. Yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> way better care of themselves, no free. They're not. They're not even thinking about it. Some women, sorry. Yeah. See, that's all still. That's all still there for me. Right? <laughs> not all women. Um, yeah, I think it's that. I think it's so often that and whether it's whether it's um because we're socialized this way or not women tend to gravitate towards community more um i don't know what the word authentically is not the word i want but more um naturally organically that's the word i wanted organically gravitate towards community i wonder how much of that uh, is it's definitely there obviously you're speaking to it in your experience in today's society generational society but my brain goes back to the earlier ancient times of hunter-gatherer right focus of civilization of the women were left back in the villages and they it's all they had was themselves right, right. when the men would go out and procure resources mm-hmm still there i think genetically. yeah yeah and i think there's a lot to be said about ancient or historical fraternity or brotherhood it out there you know for men but it's um it's it's diff it's it's got a different flavor of how they find it how men find one another um yeah you gotta relinquish that ego and bravado right mm-hmm yeah if we called them, you know, I wonder if we called them support teams, <laughs> if that would, if men would, if men would join more because they were called support teams instead of support groups, it, how much of it is a language thing? I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I'll go somewhere else. You know, it's too bad that what's wins next year's on Tangle Roots. Is it in? It's in April. Colorado? It's in, yep. It'll be in the Denver area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. There's just so many challenges you have to be willing to keep walking through. You have to have the, the determination and that's, that's hard to ask of people. Mm -hmm. right. And but that's okay. So it's kind of, I hold the same position of, of hosting and inviting to the table. And when I say that, like coming, bringing inviting people to come to the table and break bread around this type of stuff. Um, the same thing I did with, this year's convention, right? I mm -hmm. stepped in, like, no. Same thing I did with you, mm -hmm. right? Well, the, the thing for you, though, it was so inviting. And I think that this isn't, it's not as fresh. Um, you host a different perspective um, from your discovery compared to my discovery as an MP father uh, from an MPE is your your you're not old lady verbiage in your email <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah I try to keep my i try to keep my lingo hip <laughs> uh, it was it was just you were like yeah here like what do you want what do you need like how grab a branch and and jump on you can climb this tree with me whatever you need right that's how i felt that's what it felt like 
Um, and that's polar from the doors have been closed in my face, like I've shared with you um, and the bureaucracy that I've had to mm-hmm. swim through um, on other avenues. But yeah, it's, uh, man, I, I don't wish this on anyone Mm-mm. by any means, but the further on this journey that I've come to date, the more it's absolutely prevalent that it's lacking resources. Right. Not that what hasn't been established isn't been incredible. Um, but you're seeing a need. The, you're seeing a need. Yeah. Well, so I'll say this is like, I didn't realize how prevalent infidelities were until I experienced it. No, well, I mean, how could anybody, if, we, if the whole world doesn't talk about it? Discovery of DNA discovery, like, whoa. Nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, we know, right? We, we do. We know. Not to, not to discredit your statement, but like the more this comes to fruition, I mean, even then, like along with those resources and there's already folks out there and I don't know where you stand on this, right? Because you're, you're in a different captain's chair than I am, but there's folks out there since the early 2000s that are pushing for legislation and that's their experience. It's their journey, you know, and I've had interviews with those folks. What kind of legislation? Basically what has been said um, by some individuals is um, tests at birth. Oh, right. Uh That's pretty invasive. That's pretty, that's aggressive. That's bold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's one of those things like they're shooting for gold, Mm -hmm. right? It's like anything else you set a, you set a goal if you fall to 95%. And if that's your mm-hmm. goal and you fall to 95%, you're going to achieve something pretty big. Right. Um, and I, like I said, I was rather perturbed by some of the, just the, I don't know, I guess I've just come to a very, very deeper level of forgiveness. Yeah. Some people don't want to do, don't, mm, how do I want to say this? Some people, you know, some people are really hurt and they're really angry. And that's, that's where they are. Yeah. And again, I've said to you, I've, I've had my experiences. Sure, sure, sure. I've had my experiences. For your journey or for my journey, I guess I should speak for myself. I can say there's a lot of hurt and a lot of anger, but it's not where I choose to stay. That's what I can say about that. And I'm just one person. You can have your impact and process it the way you want to process it. Yeah. Cool. Well, this was great, man. Let's keep, let's keep in touch. I would like to keep in touch and um, let's, let's keep figuring out ways to broaden the conversation and, and, and open those resources and get people where they need to be. Yeah. One thing, absolutely. Um, One thing that I want to caveat on that is like what I felt into with this is the idea of, Coming back to this with you, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 also within that statement is inviting you to reach back out to those that you um, spoke with early on and see where they're at today. I would love to. Uh, yeah, do an episode, but a sequel. Yeah, I would love. Yeah, that's your. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. 
for me specifically is because I'm so young in this journey mm-hmm. that like, and again, if you would have, if I would have spoke to you 10 months ago, good gosh, I, you, I would have been berating, cursing and growing and feuding and you name it. Right. In that place of anger and, and hurt that we're just, you were just referencing, right? Exactly. Yep. So not that, not that that won't come for me. No, um, sure. It comes in, you know, grief has all sorts of comes in waves. Um, yep. But yeah, let's, let's definitely keep in touch. Absolutely. I would love it. Thank you so much for reaching out. So glad. Thanks you did for it. having um, me. Yeah. And like, let me know how else I can help. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you for doing what you're doing for this community. Thank you for what you've done for yourself. That that just shows your growth. And I have no doubt that you're going to continue and, and make uh, astronomical. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. We'll see. We'll see about that. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Have a fun afternoon. Yes, you too. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you so much to Rob for sharing his story, Um, shared his pain and his vulnerability. I think the world needs more men like Rob. We've all heard the stories of the many men who make very different choices than him. Um, And we've known the ripple effects those choices have had on children's and family. Hey, but another point of clarification, because I'm not sure if it's clear in our sort of meandering conversation, but... Rob talks about finding two different resources of support. I ask him, like, what does he do or what does he think someone should do in his position? Um, So one is an online community that is not related to DNA discoveries. So Rob does not name it with me. That's totally fine, of course. And the other group he talks about, he did find through Facebook. That is a group that me and Rob can help you connect with, if that's the kind of thing you're looking for, please reach out. We'll get you where you need to be. And I'm so sorry. If you're not on Facebook, it's a lot harder. I hate that for all of us. And I'm hoping that that's an area we can improve on in the near future. Also in the near future, one more podcast episode with a guest before my finale. Next week is a session with my friend Peggy Arvidsson, host of Adoptees at Work, the newest podcast to hit the adoptee scene and create waves. She's also a hand analyst, which we don't even talk about in the episode, but let me assure you, it is very, very cool. Peggy is cool. So over the next week, before we get to Peggy, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so it goes right to you. Uh, Review it, share it, support me on Patreon, you know, or go get those magic mind things. Um, And just know that I appreciate you. Did you decorate for Halloween yet? If not, you're way late, way late in the season. It's almost here. Get on it. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm Eve Sturgis, and this is Everything's Relative. Bye-bye. Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis is produced by Eve Sturgis and Kaylin Egan and edited by Joy Rumor. Logo designed by Ivy McNally and music is used with permission from Goodbye the Band. Eve is a licensed psychotherapist, but her podcast episodes are not therapy sessions. <laughs>